Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are going international to a entirely different country than we've gone to before. All right. I'm so curious. I love the international episodes. I have no idea what we're covering this week. And this is also a place I have never been to before, but I would absolutely love to go. This is your haunted holiday at the Castle of Good Hope in Cape Town, South Africa. So, Lindsay, I know I said that I would love to go here, and that is completely true. I would absolutely love to go to Cape Town, but the sharks really scare me. You know how we talk about Shark Week a little too much on this show, probably? But they're constantly in South Africa showing these great white sharks, like, leaping out of the water to get seals. Like, I would love to go to this castle, but you couldn't pay me to get into the ocean there. I was just going to say the exact same thing. When you said Cape Town, the first thing that came to mind is Shark Week and how they always have air jaws on Shark Week. And they that's straight out of like South Africa and, and these sharks jumping out of the water. Um, it's unbelievable. It's really cool. But yeah, I'm not going to go to the beach there. I'm going to pass on that. But would love to go to Cape Town. I would love to experience the culture, not the sharks and the wildlife. Right. I want to I want to experience this castle. Tell us about this castle. Yeah. So this is actually it's a really old structure as you can imagine. So in the 1600s there was a growing conflict between Great Britain, Netherlands, and by the way, I'm not going to get into all the history of South Africa and the back and forth of which country it was, I guess, belonging to at the time. It exchanged hands numerous times. But anyway, there was a conflict brewing. And so they decided, you know what, we need to probably build some sort of fort, some kind of structure in preparation for maybe a potential war, which that actually did not occur. This this fort never actually experienced a battle. So it was originally just a fort. It wasn't even intended to be a castle. And it was commissioned in 1666. Wow, that's old. That's older than anything we cover here in the U.S., it is incredibly old, so many hundreds of years ago, and you can just imagine the amount of stuff that the walls here have seen. I mean, it is actually the oldest surviving colonial building in South Africa today. Did you also say 1666? Yes. Mark of the Beast, man, 666. <laughs> I'm sure that has nothing to do with any of this, but I mean, that's all I think of anytime I see the three sixes together, right? I mean... It's so funny because I thought the same thing, but it really does have absolutely nothing to do with this ghost story. Yeah, it's just a bit of an ominous number, just in general. It definitely is. So when it was first built, it was really primarily used for, you know, replenishing different ships that were doing that really difficult voyage around the Cape 
people to stop for food and supplies. And it also became a little bit of a community at different times where there was different shops there, but there was also prison cells. So it was used as a prison kind of on and off throughout the years, but also as a governor's house, which is why it kind of became known as a castle because different governors throughout the years would actually live at this location. Now, one of the most kind of crazy stories that lends to the ghost stories related to it being a governor's house. In 1728, there was a governor living there, and I am going to butcher this name, but his name was Peter Geisbert von Nut. (laughs) (laughs) And he essentially sentenced seven soldiers to death for deserting the military at the time. He apparently even overrode a previous decision by some commission that was going to be like a more lenient sentence. And he was like, nope, those guys were making an example of them. They are going to be sentenced to death by hanging, which that is like a really harsh punishment for just like abandoning your post. But besides the point, one of the soldiers was, I mean, I'm sure they were all pissed, but one was particularly pissed and made himself known. And essentially what they say is he put a curse on this governor and said, I dare you to show up at our execution. You better be there. You're cursed to die. You know, something <laughs> like that. That's not a... That's I'm not sure an, it sounded just like that, too. <laughs> and it's not an exact quote, you know? I don't know exactly how he worded it, but something of that nature. So he did not go to attend the execution. And the curse, they think, actually did maybe cause something to happen because he was found later that exact same day in the office, sitting in his chair, slouched over, dead, with a look of terror on his face. Oh my gosh, you know what I think happened? I mean, this is a like wild shot in the dark. I mean, probably not what happened, but this is my initial thought. That guy came back and haunted him and scared him to death. And he had like a heart attack or something like that out of fear. If I was killed like that, you bet I'd come back and haunt them. Oh yeah. I would definitely do that, too. So, you know, Lindsay, it could have just been a coincidence, too, right? We have to discuss that as a possibility. But speaking the voice of reason over here, (laughs) chalking it up to coincidences, you're, you're probably right. But you never know. I still do like your version. He got haunted and scared to death by this dude. I mean, it makes sense. (laughs) So... That is a major event that happened at this castle. Another significant death that this is legend. They say that somebody that was working as a guard there in the front of the building, there's actually a really large bell tower. And this bell tower apparently was intended to ring to warn of oncoming ships or just let people know, hey, there's a ship coming, be prepared, right? And apparently this guard hung himself from the bell tower rope. Oh my gosh, terrible. And it has since been sealed up, but I don't have a year on that of when that would have happened, but that is the the legend of what occurred. 
The other significant event that happened around this castle was in 1899 to 1902, there was a conflict that occurred in South Africa called the Second Boer War. This is not a war that I am really familiar with. It was between Great Britain and some independent Boer states is what they called them, kind of in the surrounding areas. It was very much, from what I understand, like guerrilla warfare stuff happening. Now, this castle was never attacked. However, it was used as part of that war as a prison. So they would take, you know, prisoners from the other side and keep them here. This place has a dungeon that you can still visit today. That is, uh, today it is a museum, but this dungeon was used during this war. It was also used before the war as well because it was also used as a prison for a time. Just at this time, it was much more widely used as a prison, but they had a dungeon there that they call the Donkergat, which stands for Dark Hole. And this is a windowless room, essentially, that they would, like, toss people down in. And they would imprison people there, torture them. People were chained up to the walls. I mean, it was supposed to be a pretty bleak place from the description. To the point where apparently there was several times in the winter there where it will flood quite a bit. And the Mm -hmm. water will rise rapidly because keep in mind this is on the cape right it's pretty close to the ocean and it the floodwaters would rise so fast in the dungeon area that anybody who's chained to the walls would die and drowned what a horrible way to go awful yeah i mean it's that place is gonna be haunted i mean what a nightmare yeah, I mean, it sounds awful. I can't imagine being chained to any wall, let, let alone in some windowless room with water rapidly rising at your feet. That would be terrifying. And finally, those are the primary stories of death. But of course, I mean, it's been there since the 1600s. So there's a lot that those walls have seen. And in the 1900s, it was uh, turned into more of a historic site and museum where people can still go to this day. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. 
right, so the first ghost that was spotted at this location was in 1915. This is the first recorded ghost sighting, although I really wonder if there was any prior to that, but this is the first one that we are aware of. And it's kind of an unusual story, actually, because all the way back in 1915, people would see this tall man kind of walking around the place. Just one day they Mm -hmm. saw this. And then they did not see him again until 1947. He got seen quite a bit after that for like a few weeks, I guess, like regularly. And he was seen kind of like jumping from different walls and walking in and out of different areas. And it reminds me a little bit of like, is this guy into like parkour? Is he like a ninja? (laughs) I was just visualizing some weird like parkour kind of jumping. It's like, huh. But maybe he's got some new, you know, acrobatic skills on the other side for all we know. I mean, probably not, but it brings a funny visual for me. It does. And, you know, the theory is because people were like, how did you go for 30 years without spotting this guy? And then suddenly you're seeing him again. They wonder if maybe it's because of a renovation or something like Mm -hmm. that may have stirred this spirit up to show themselves again. The next spirit that I am going to talk about is what they call the Lady in Grey. And she's actually seen running through the castle, holding her face and sobbing uncontrollably. And what's crazy about this story, I think this is really interesting because you will not see this lady in gray today. She no longer is haunting this castle. And they think that is because they found a skeleton of a woman during a renovation there and then, you know, buried that skeleton somewhere else, obviously. And ever since they found that skeleton, the lady in gray has never been seen at the castle again. Really interesting huh like maybe you know that that goes to like you know the movies you know when it's fictional stories when they talk about you know ghosts they have a you know something they need and that's why they're hanging around right and so maybe she was waiting on someone to discover her body so she could be properly laid to rest or maybe she just moved over to the cemetery where she's at now Maybe. That's a good point. I was thinking, oh, the lady in gray is at peace now. Her body's been found. But you're right. Like, the lady in gray is probably sobbing in the cemetery next door. (laughs) And that's why they don't see her at the castle anymore. It's hard to say. Hard to say. I'd be curious where she's buried to see if anybody's seeing. Because I wonder if her spirit was tied to her body in some way and that's why she was hanging out there that's interesting some other things that you want to look for here are a lot of times people will of course hear footsteps there's also a lot of voices that you can hear of men women people will hear hushed people talking they'll hear Mm -hmm. people even arguing amongst each other sometimes when nobody is there so those are some really big things that you are going to really want to make sure that you are listening for if you go to this location 
Another apparition that you are going to want to look for is a woman named Lady Anne Bernard. This is not somebody I'm personally familiar with, but back in the day, I guess she was a famous travel writer, artist that was tied to this building. And they say that she is seen in the ballroom of the castle. Hmm. What is like... Is there anything specific about her that they provide? It's just a woman wearing old-timey clothing that's seen hanging out there. But I'm sure you could look up a picture if you're not sure, because she was somebody that I guess was semi-famous in her day that, that was tied there. Now, remember that governor that sentenced those people to death, and he was cursed and got haunted to death in our version. (laughs) Right, yes. Well, he, of course, is haunting this location, his former home. People will see his apparition walking around, but he's also heard, like, cussing, like, pissed (laughs) off. Like, he's mad, I think, that he died, or he just was a negative person, and cussed all the time i it's hard to say yeah i mean if it's like residual maybe that was just the way he walked around in life you know he had business to do it seems you know who knows it's hard to say if it's intelligent or or just kind of replaying the past based on that information alone yep now the other thing that you want to listen for here is remember that bell tower and the guard who supposedly hung from the rope of the bell tower They say that it was sealed up so that nobody really goes up there today to be able to ring it. However, you can sometimes hear it ring. They say that it will ring on its own accord, even though nobody can even really get up there. You know, we've been doing this show long enough. I almost predicted that during the last segment when you commented about the man who passed away up there and that it's sealed off now. I I almost said, do they hear it ring every once in a while for no reason? That would go. have been a, that would have been a spoiler, Lindsay. That would have been a spoiler. Yeah. And my last haunting that I'm going to talk about here is my personal favorite. There is apparently some sort, we don't know where this is coming from, but what is described as a black dog or hound that like almost seems like kind of vicious mm-hmm. and will leap at people and scare people like half to death and then right before it reaches them it disappears how awesome would that be to to catch right like i'm all for it it sounds really scary in the moment but i welcome it if we ever get to that castle i would love to experience something like that me too i mean it's it does sound scary like just the word hound in the description that i was reading i'm like yeah it's got to be a pretty big dog i'm guessing it reminds me of the polar bear from our episode at the tower of london which by the way folks if you haven't listened to that one that is like probably my favorite episode of all time of this show so it's it's an older one we did that one gosh not that long after we started so tower of london similar haunt go check that one out yes i agree but i love a good animal haunting and i don't know whose dog this was but it's like terrorizing people to this day and it's it probably was like a guard dog or something you know i mean this was a former prison governors lived there it was probably a guard dog that just is still carrying on its duties to this day like doing its job 
So the Castle of Good Hope today, like I said, is a historic site. It is a museum and it is actually open seven days a week during the day. It's only closed like two days a year for major holidays like Christmas. So if you happen to be in Cape Town, this is going to be a really cool stop for you to go to. They do like a daily cannon firing and, you know, there's stuff going on there. You can go see that dungeon. Mm -hmm. It's not that far from the ocean if you want to risk, you know, getting in there. <laughs> Just, yeah, I mean, we don't want to totally deter people if this is actually something people do in Cape Town, go to the beach, but... I don't know. It sounds risky to me. I, I think I'm heading to the castle. I'm going to risk it with the ghosts up there. I would definitely take a ghost over a great white shark any day of the week. And I, but the thing is, I know people in Cape Town, they do go to the beach. I've seen pictures, video of it. And I think Americans like us are just so used to seeing the Air Jaws stuff on Shark Week that we're mm -hmm. like no like it has deterred us from the ocean there it, and here's the thing i know we have a few listeners in south africa like at least a couple and they're probably listening to this and just you know thinking gosh we clearly don't know our history about south africa and they probably think we're big wimps about the sharks if you do live in south africa and you know about this great white shark situation at your beaches let us know if it's really safe because I'd be really curious what a local thinks. Let's get back on track. So like I said, it's open seven days a week. They have all kinds of neat stuff there to go see. There's even like a little in-house restaurant. So if you want to go grab like some lunch or something before or after your tour and you can book tickets online for a tour, but it's certainly not required. They have a ticket office there on site where you can just walk in and get a ticket. Tickets cost 50 South African Rand for just your average adult. And for seniors and kids, it's 25 South African Rand. Now, I did do the currency conversion. And Lindsay, it is like an amazing deal for US dollar perspective because a Rand equates to 0.067 dollars. So it 50 Rand equals $3.34. Wow, that's, that is a great deal if you're out there visiting. Definitely. And they also do offer guided tours as well. I did not see an option to purchase those on the website. However, if you go to their ticket office and you just walk in and you ask for a guided tour, it looks like they have them set up to go at different times throughout every day. So sh just show up, ask for the guided tour. Um, and you can get it set up right there on the spot. I did not, however, see anything about like a ghost hunt scheduled or anything like that. However, they do have different events that take place with an events calendar. So I would, if that's something that you're interested in, look at their events calendar. You never know. Places like this, a lot of times during Halloween, will set up different kinds of haunted events. I'd be curious if they do, but there's just nothing out there available today as we're recording this. Wouldn't it be cool to be able to go down into that really scary dungeon and just ghost hunt like late at night? I, I would be so freaked out, but I would do it if given the opportunity. Me too. I think it would be really cool, but also I think 
a dungeon like that would be scary. They called it, and I'm sure I mispronounced it, I think the name sounds even more scary. It's like the Donkergat. Yeah. For Dark Hole. Super scary. Well, I would love to get out to South Africa to Cape Town. I mean, hopefully sometime in the near future, I'll be able to actually go and maybe I'll be able to make my way to that castle. So this week, I do have a really good email from Desiree who sent us an email. She went to yourhauntedholiday.com, hit contact us and sent us an email. She says, hey, I just discovered your podcast and I already love it. I have a lot of catching up to do and I am hoping I come across some places I've been to. I live in Charleston and I was wondering if you've been to 20 South Battery, formerly called the Battery Carriage Inn, which we have not been there, Desiree. I wish we had. She said, this changed hands and as far as I can tell, the new branding keeps people from knowing it is haunted. I went to the garden there a long time ago and had some strange interferences with electronics when I was there two different times, which was strange, but not really scary. I've never stayed at the hotel, just walked the courtyard. I would love to know if you've ever been there and experienced anything. My birthday is on Halloween, so I'm always interested in something spooky, but I've never really never had any actual ghostly experiences. I think I might actually repel ghosts. I've been to the old jail twice, which we did cover, Desiree, and never experienced anything at all. I was pretty disappointed. I think I'm a paranormal bug spray, though. Thank you for creating this podcast. I love that. We are definitely going to have to look into that location that she went to. But, you know, like we say, it's like, you know, somehow it always comes back to the ocean. It's like whale watching. (laughs) You got to really spend time there a lot of times to catch anything. And, And most of the time you don't really catch very much. You know, you can kind of tell the difference between a place that's like really haunted and then you go to a place that's, you know, just doesn't have quite as much activity. A lot of times you just don't catch all that much even at really haunted places you might not catch anything right so it's one of those things Desiree I doubt you are you are ghost repellent I doubt it (laughs) but um good luck keep ghost hunting it's fun to do I mean it's a good adventure and Charleston's a great city for this Lisa and I have actually been talking about a visit up to Charleston we've got to schedule it sometime in the future we just don't have anything in the books yet I am dying to go to Charleston. Now, that's a place I will get into the water, and there's a lot of ghosts there. Yeah, there's a lot of history, lots of ghosts, and then also fun things to do. You know, that's why Savannah is like one of our favorite places. It's just endless fun activities for us in, in Savannah. So I'm hearing the same thing goes for Charleston. Desiree, you know, we need to make that happen and, and cover that place for you. So maybe sometime in the future. We'll keep you posted. All right. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure to rate us five stars. We appreciate it. Leave us a comment. We love reading them. Like I said, go to yourhauntedholiday.com, hit contact us and send us an email like Desiree did today. Uh, And also you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All right. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Mm -hmm.